0: Good afternoon. (laughs) It's Saturday, May 22nd. How's your weekend going? Mine's going fantastic. I'm in a content creation mode today. So today I want to talk about life insurance, which I get it. Some people are going to go, oh, please just stick with me. And the reason why I'm going to do this little podcast today, hopefully less than 10 minutes, is because... There's a lot of the reason you cringe and when you hear that word is because let's put this out there. Whenever you, eventually, for the either or, whether you're asset base, like stocks, bonds, mutual funds, of course, bonds or debt, but let's like talk about you're in the you you charge as an asset base or your insurance, which is not an investment. Investment base versus insurance. There's a place for every product out there. What causes the. Is that there are advisors, I'm just going to put this out there. The majority of financial advisors mean well. I know that from working in the industry for God, I'm 53 years old. Guys, like 30 years, I can say that. And then even those who know well or mean well, rather, doesn't mean that they have the knowledge or the expertise to help you. What does that mean? I'm going to give you an example here. Okay. You've probably heard about cash value life insurance, whether it's good or whether it's bad, whether Dave Ramsey likes it, Susie Orman likes it, and then you, then you have whole life versus index universal life. Okay. And to give you a pretty objective opinion, just course opinion, they, can both, they both work well given the right circumstance. That's a good move for the client. And then beyond that, which is really important, this is where a good part of the the bad taste comes from, is you have to have an advisor who acts when it comes to his commissions in a fiduciary capacity. I'll explain what I mean by that really specifically here. Okay, so for example, permanent life insurance, okay? Let's say I'm gonna design a policy for you that you wanna save over the next 10 years and you know you wanna have somewhere between a bond portfolio return and somewhere a little bit higher than that, right? So look at what's we called index universal life. But we want to do it mostly for the cash accumulation reasons for that is because due to certain laws from the IRS to allow us to overfund life insurance. Now, I can tell you that it needs to be designed correctly, but it doesn't stop there. For example, I can design a policy for someone, let's say it's a physician who wants to retire in 10 years and have tax exempt income. Okay, great. I can design it to where it does that and my commission is $20,000. Now, on the other hand, I can approach the same strategy and design it to where it benefits my client even more, yet I only make $5,000 in commission. This is just an example, but in theory, this is exactly what happens. Now, for my client, this means that in 10 years, his, the way it's designed, he could possibly have one or $200,000 less in cash accumulation. Now, for me to design it that way is not acting in a fiduciary capacity. That is not a fiduciary action. That is designed to benefit me more than him, right? So that's where the bad taste comes from. Now, if it's designed the right way in a fiduciary capacity for the client, which is what it's supposed to be, then it work. It can work wonderfully. Okay, so that's just one. You know, you have to have someone who knows how to design the product, and also will, for or will will not take as much commission as they could. And I will say, it doesn't make any sense if someone comes to me and says, "Hey, Mike, I want to, I want to tr- do this IUL policy or whole life policy, whatever, for maximum cash accumulation." I charge them. Ten thousand dollars more because I can, and no one's going to put you in jail for that. No one's going to come knocking at your door and say, "Well, you you can explain it to people." And say, oh, okay, you know, it's it's just not prudent. I mean, and that's you know, you can you can sh- disclose your commission, you can disclose, but you don't tell them. Oh, by the way, if we did it this way and got you the least amount of insurance, right? Because you really want cash value. It only costs. I'd only be tr- making five thousand bucks on it, <laughs> but you would you'd benefit to the, to the tune of a hundred thousand dollars more in retirement, which could be the difference between you know five thousand a month versus seven thousand a month, or whatever the case is. So my point here is that when you or even the word okay, that's life insurance, right? So just understand that these products work fantastic when they're designed. From a, by a professional who also have a, has ethics, by a professional who ha- so who knows what they're doing and does the right thing for you, the client, okay? Um, so that's that's life insurance. That's just a small, but that's, this is where, and also what happens is people get into them, these policies, they'll pan up for a couple years, and they'll say, oh, this is, I don't want to do this anymore. You've got to be committed for the for the tenure of the actual policy, okay? If you are, and again, if, I'll say this, and I'm going to be redone If you are and is designed right, they can work beautifully. They solve the problem. Okay, so that's life insurance. Now, in annuities, annuities are a whole, it's it's similar, similar companies make annuities versus life insurance, but here's what happens with with annuities. Annuities can, you can give your fixed index annuity when you have lifetime income riders is... The problem, and even with life insurance, is that annuities are best bought for their guarantees, what they're guaranteed to do, not what they might do or will hypothetically do. And where people run into problems is they'll do these illustrations where, and they do it with IULs as well too, is they'll project this number that when you, when you look at it over a 20-year period, it's like, wow, who, who, who would say no? Yet, they're projecting in weight. There's certain variables. Like, for example, companies can change their, this is a little technical term here, their cap rates, they can come down. So when you buy an annuity, as you get older, it makes the most sense to buy it for what it's guaranteed to do, not for what it might do. And they're great products, <laughs> to use for guaranteed lifetime income. When you can say, "Hey, if I put this much away and at this age, I'm guaranteed to receive a check for this amount over the next rest of my life." And as you grow older, you have you get if you outlive your expectancy, you get mortality credits and some people do. I personally plan to live to 95 years old at least. If I miss miss it, I miss it by planning to get there, right? But the point is that to me personally, now here's here's the part too I want to point out as well. So we talked about insurance that needs to be designed correctly, need to be working with an ethical person. And with annuities, the same thing happens that if you are looking to create a floor or a baseline income for yourself and you have the money to do it, Let's say I, I work with mostly physicians and I work with high net worth clients. And because I give you the most value to them, um, I'll put them into an annuity for two reasons. One, they want to have a guaranteed income. And two is they want to have their money protected from being sued. Now, let's say the person has, this is a total hypothetical, they have $2 million. And they have Social Security with their wife. And they need about three dollars or $4,000 more. I'm not going to put the whole thing into an annuity to make a higher commission. I'm gonna say, hey, we, we can solve this problem with this slice of your overall wealth, this portion, we're gonna chop that out, plug it in here, and it's gonna solve a problem. But I'm not gonna go in And then the rest of it, we can be a little bit more aggressive with. Because we've, we've, we've got your guaranteed income over here, and we can put adjustments for cost of living and do other things to to, to account for that. But for some people, they wanna sleep at night and have this check regardless of what the market's saying. That's a guarantee. And insurance or annuities are best used, most accurately used without. And you have least or least, the least surprises when you buy them for their guarantees, what they're guaranteed to do, versus what they might do. Okay, that's about ten minutes. <laughs> ten minutes, but and I know these are sometimes like, I'm, what the hell am I talking about? But hopefully. As time goes on, I'll get better at explaining. The, and I, I've gained this information and, say, knowledge from working in the field for the last, you know, I have decided that it's, it's good to come out and just share some of these things with people so they don't get, I love this word, bamboozled BS to death. But at the same token, you don't write off a particular asset class or an insurance product that can really help you. And that's, the reason I do it too is because I have to go through layers and layers and layers of lies people have been told just to get them. And I get it. It's part of the job for them to understand I know what I'm talking about. So anyway, it's about over 10 minutes. So I'm going to cut this off here. And until next time, which will be probably next week, I'm out.